All right, guys. Today we are getting in the Halloween spirit with the 12 Nights of Halloween. We come up with a fun little list to make sure that you are getting the most robust Halloween movie watching experience. But before we get into all that, follow us on social media. Hit like and subscribe. Tell your friends about us. Leave a review on Apple iTunes. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at LaunchpadPod and our website, LaunchpadPod.com. Big thanks to all our fans who have been reaching out to us, telling us what they like about the Launchpad podcast. We really appreciate hearing from you guys. We love the responses we've been getting. We love hearing from you guys. So after listening to this episode, let us know what horror movies you love watching during the Halloween time. What movie gets you in the Halloween spirit? With all that being said, let's get on with the show. Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, All right, welcome to the Launchpad Podcast. I'm Aaron. I'm uh, Matt. Matt, it's October, man. Happy Halloween and shit. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 definitely we're starting to kick into fall. I don't know how it is by you, but in LA, we've actually had a couple days here and there of like pretty cool weather, like coming down into the 70s, which is pretty much like LA freezing. And uh, like today, I think the highest I saw for today was like 79. I was like, ooh, I better get my fucking parka out. Ooh, yeah. Oh, I have a hat now. I was like, ooh, like like a like a, a warm cap because I think it's gonna get fucking cold. We've been shooting at nights. Um, no spoilers because it's I lose my job. But we are doing some fucking awesome, really big scale, cool stuff. Uh, unfortunately, it's a lot of it's at night, so I'm freezing my ass off, and it's just you know you're exhausted. But I wanted to carve out a little time so we could talk because this is like my favorite season, and I feel like every year as an adult, that season gets suckier and suckier because you have to like work through all the fun stuff, <laughs> and like true. just like yeah, everything about it just kind of sucks. But I went to a spirit Halloween shop the other day, which is like I was so against them for so long because they kind of outsourced Halloween. Because like when I was a kid, my aunt owned a costume shop and we would go there to see the bitchin' costumes and the cool masks and the masks were the coolest back in the day and all the sweet stuff that was coming out for Halloween. And then like the spirit Halloween shops are just kind of like cheap versions of that. But I went and it put me in the mood. It, I, it reluctantly put me in the mood. Guess what I'm going for as Halloween? Um, g- Give me a hint. Give me a hint. Dun, 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 dun. Um, dun, 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 Alex Kittner. That would be a good costume. <laughs> that would be a good costume. No, I'm going as Jaws. I found this like big foam, like it's just like a, a cardboard cutout. It's like flat of a shark. I know head. what you're talking. I've seen them. I think they have. You put it on your head too. and you you look through the face, and then I have a shirt that's the orca. Like rent the orca for your boat tour thing. So it's not bad. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's it's low key, but you know when you're working and it's you know yeah everybody dresses up. But last year I was Freddy and I had a silicone mask on. A Freddy Krueger, and it was—I I thought I was going to die. It was so hot. Oh, I thought you were hot as balls. Yeah, I was—I was dying in that thing. So this is the like better version of that. Uh, you know, this is the easy go-to, low-key, but fun. I think people are going to laugh at it. So I'm taking like a Sprite bottle and making it look like the uh, like air ca- tank. Smile, you son of a bitch. And sure. Then, okay. Uh, yeah, it'll be funny. You're gonna one barrel? No, no, no. Two it's barrels. The, it, it'll look like I'm painting it to look like an air tank, like the one that you, he like bites. And oh, then oh, shoot oh, not it. the three barrels. I see. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if I could find some yellow barrels, that'd be pretty funny. Can't do three barrels. Not with three barrels, you can't. <laughs> he can't go in that Halloween party with three barrels. Not with three, he can't. 
What about you? You have a costume yet? I just came up with the best fucking idea. I'm going to oh. go as Alex Kittner. I'm going to go all chomped up and with my bloody raft. And then, dude, at the end of the party, when everyone starts to leave, when everyone's walking out the door, <laughs> yeah. Amanda will walk in dressed as Alex Kittner's mom and go, Alex, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> As everybody's walking past her in the opposite direction. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's funny. And then she just has to go up and like slap the host. Yeah, you exactly. Knew, you knew there was a Halloween party here tonight and you knew about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on board with this. Um, actually, Amanda and I were just talking today because now we have the baby and we're trying to think like, okay, she wants to do something with the baby. I'm not uh, allowed to put makeup on. That was a rule. So okay. I can't put any makeup or blood on him, which is like, okay, I could. he's got a little sensitive skin. She doesn't want to fuck with that. I get that. I would do a little test and see what happened, but okay, I'm not, I'm not going to push that on the first year. Right, right, right. But then we're talking about different possibilities to do with him. And like, she found a cute little Wicket the Ewok costume. And I was like, okay, if we do that for him, we're going to go to a party. If we do that with him, are we going to dress up? And if so, are we keeping with a theme? So we're trying to figure that shit out. And I made a joke before he was even born about incorporating him in a, into a Total Recall Quato yes. costume. Yes. And literally today, Amanda was talking about the options on how to do that. Open but your like, she's mind. okay with that idea. And I'm like, okay. She's like, you can't put makeup on him. I was like, that's okay. He doesn't need to to look like Quato. He, she's like, he's well, a newborn. He's yeah. He's people get it. He's you know they're weird looking. Well, she right? was like, well, people get it. I was like, people are either gonna get Quato or not. If he yeah. doesn't look deformed, if that's not gonna make or break the costume, <laughs> you know. As long but, as you can but cut to. If a, you're going a, as Quato, what is she going as? A three boobed barmaid yeah. from. Oh. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that would be awesome. I'm gonna have to. I'm. I figure out the uh, the, the the PC way to bring that up at dinner tonight. <laughs> That's hysterical. I don't even know if she knows the movie well enough to know that reference. But oh my gosh! Oh, how or, often do you get to show your wife boobs? So I'll do that. Oh, make sure she goes. At, if not that, she can go as the the guy who Little pulls person. his arm off and he has got the weird like folded up arm. Oh yeah, that'd be fun. Well, be cool if she went as a three boobs and I did the folded arm because then I could just feel her boobs all night and I could be like, I wish I had three hands and she could be like, honey, you're doing just fine with two. <laughs> Even though he had a secret, he had a secret third boob fun. All night Quato would just be like, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah, you could fake him out. <laughs> That's like the three card Monty of newborn babies is to have. <laughs> it is Halloween and we are getting psyched. Uh, I'm sure you guys are getting psyched too. Please reach out to us. Let us know what are you guys doing for Halloween? What are your costumes going to be? Show us pictures. We love to see you guys doing stuff like that. We and, do love uh, the pictures. We're definitely getting in the spirit and it, it is creeping up. I mean, Halloween, we're already in the middle of October. We're past the middle of October and uh, Halloween itself is creeping up. Doing anything to get in the Halloween? mood aside from costume shopping rooming what do you do to get in the mood for for halloween uh i watch a bunch of scary movies or i should say i make my wife watch a bunch of scary movies with me <laughs> <laughs> i watch them by myself but now i have quato to watch with me so i'll oh, be watching <laughs> i'll be watching with him there's so many freaking horror movies and so many good halloween movies for the season and it's kind of tough because you know it's hard to organize it like i could literally just binge friday the 13th movies and nightmare on elm yeah. street movies mm -hmm. and spend the whole month doing that but that gets kind of the you know repetitious 
So this year I came up with a way to make sure that I was getting a variety of movies and not be so specific that I was locking myself into one sort of phase or another. And I think I have a pretty good list that frames the 12 nights of Halloween. Oh, I like that. The 12 nights of Halloween. Okay. Yeah. I don't have a song for it. Like normally you and I would like make up a fun little song for it. Like, well, we've done it in the past where I've come up with a song by the end of the episode. So let's see so, how, so let's see how, how happens. engaging we are here. Let me read you the list and then we can kind of figure out where to go from there. How about that? Okay. All right. So this is a list of categories. Yeah, it's it's categories. Yeah. So listen to the list and then and then you'll you'll figure out how it goes. So you need to watch a vampire movie, a werewolf movie, a mummy movie, a Frankenstein movie, a giant monster movie, a creature feature, a mad scientist movie, a tiny terror movie, a supernatural horror movie, a maniac slasher movie, an alien movie and a zombie movie. Okay. 12 categories. And if you do all of those, you will have a really nice, robust Halloween experience. Did I sell it pretty good? You want to you want, you're going to do that now? That's pretty good. That's pretty good. So I've tried to do like, I guess, and I'm looking in my notes. Yeah. In 2011 and in 2012, I'd have to count these to see if I did it, but I try to do 31 horror movies in October. I try to do one a night, but sometimes I miss, so then I double or triple up over the weekend. Yeah. Because 31 is tough to do. It's hard to watch one every night. So with the 12 nights of Halloween, let's start with this to try and figure out your planning for this year. Like I've watched a few. I've filled out some of this dance card. So like, let's start with a vampire movie. What would your pick for a vampire movie or recommendation for a vampire movie for this year be? Oh, I would say, and it's almost always this one, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Francis Ford Coppola's Dracula epic, which I fucking love. And I got to tell you, it took me a long time to come around, but I came around. It is. I have not come around yet. You've seen it, obviously. I've seen it twice. And then I tried to watch it again and I get about partway through and I'm like, this is so over the top and cheesy. Does it help you or hurt you or does it not factor in that so much of it was done practical. Like even uh, what would normally be an easy optical effect, like a book in the foreground and a train in a the background, they did a forced perspective with a giant book and a small train in the background. Like that attention to the filmmaking of the day that they're paying homage to, even if it is a little cheesy and over the top and different actors seem like they're being directed by different people. I'm like, fuck it. It looks cool. It's a fun, classic story. And it's at least the original vampire story where, where most of them came from, you know? By the time I see Gary Oldman wearing tiny little sunglasses, I'm I'm pretty much out. Yeah. I, I want to yeah, do it but again. He's, like, I keep he's the trying. king of OPP in that movie. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, you know me. Yeah, he tried, he's down so, with that. <laughs> so, so, yeah. It's got cool pieces. And like, you're right. I do really like that. I just saw a movie. Um, It's the original Tale of Two Cities. It's like a black and white, you know, silent epic. And the end it's this like boom up. The camera booms up from a guy walking up to the gallows, uh, not to the gallows, to the guillotine. And it booms up and you see the blade of the guillotine, right? And as it goes over it, it's this wide expanse of the city of France, but it's a miniature. And you realize that it was a forced uh-huh. perspective. So the miniature is literally like above it, but the way it's like cut and built, it looks like it's on the other side of this this river. And it's like, that's freaking cool and pretty brilliant that they figured it out. Yeah, I see. I gave I give uh, Coppola's Dracula a lot of credit for that kind of stuff. And the makeups look fantastic. Even the, you know, the, the Gary Oldman with the two big buns on his head, which his I don't butt head hair? like, but it looks so cool. Chris Gilman, like who did head. the armor for that, right? Yeah. Uh, our buddy We'd, Chris Gilman, the yeah, that was special cool. effects and prop guy. He did the amazing armor for that. 
Um, it, I love that movie. Give it roomy homework. Give it give it a, when you have two and a half hours to sit down and just try to go in with an as open mind as you can and just enjoy try and enjoy it for what it is, not for okay. what you want it to be. I, you know I have I mean? a I do have a good story about it though. That Johnny Knoxville was Keanu Reeves' stand in on it. <laughs> what? I've read that in a couple places, but haven't been able to like super confirm it. Apparently, Johnny Knoxville from Jackass was yeah. Keanu Reeves' stand in on that movie. Uh, wow, did not know just that. Glug. <laughs> yeah, just knowledge bomb. Kaboom. <laughs> um, wow. So I work with this guy, Daryl Pritchett. He does all of our big fire, big explosions. This guy's done tons of stuff. He did Die Hard. He did Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Like the original Star Trek was like his first movie. Well, he worked on Bram Stoker's Dracula. And he has this story where there's this m- moment where they drop this cross on fire amongst a, like hundreds of rats. Rats. Yeah. Yeah. And it's supposed to scare the rats away. But these rats were all so fucking tame that they were literally like, hey, what's that? Hey, let's check that out. And they all like went to it to go look instead of running away and they were like that's not supposed to happen rats do the rats get fired off the set uh on fired off the set (laughs) 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 nice job (laughs) damn that was well played rooms (laughs) (laughs) uh seriously though r.i.p for those rats r.i.p yeah they're on fire and dead (laughs) (laughs) they're on fire yeah for them there will be no halloween um Uh, so okay, so the vampire movie. Um, I guess I'll give movie? you mine. I think I think this year I I need to I need to see Lost Boys again. I haven't seen it in a long time. I need to oh, see the Frog Brothers nice. kill some vampires. I want to see Kiefer Sutherland get murdered by Corey Haim. Uh, I think that'd be pretty sweet. I, wanna, I just want to see Corey Haim in a bathtub. <laughs> I ain't got a man. I ain't got no one. If you haven't seen that movie in a while, watch it again, and you'll you'll understand the creepy bullshit. <laughs> I'll understand what you're talking about. Yeah, Kate's never seen it, so I think that's the vampire really? movie. Yeah. So werewolf movie, go. What do you got? What's what would be your choice of a werewolf movie this year? Let's see. I'm looking through my list to see if I, I don't have any werewolf movies right now. Um, and I've watched The Howling. What I probably will do if I was going to pick a werewolf movie right now, I'd probably go with a shitty Howling sequel that I haven't seen yet. Technically seen not werewolf while. movies because uh, well, part two is your werewolf. Your sister's a werewolf, right? Part three was I think part three was marsupials. Yeah, was part so four marsupials. I, I don't know. One of them. Yeah, start. We start getting into the marsupial. One of them's like birds, right? Something stupid. Well, I don't know about that. Oh, that, that's my one right there. Ugh. So we watched one last night called Werewolf on Wheels. I saw your post on Facebook. I was like, oh, I got to watch. Where, where did you see that? Tubi, mm. which has a phenomenal selection of bullshit movies. Imagine if you watched Easy Rider, you know, the classic 60s motorcycle film, you know, sure. Slice of America in the 60s. Uh, imagine that, except if Jack Nicholson turned into a werewolf at night and killed killed Peter Fonda. It's pretty bad, but it was. There are moments where you're like, "This movie's way better than I thought it would be." Oh no, it's as boring as I thought it was going to be. Oh, huh, is it from that's the 50s? interesting? It's from the '60s. It screams oh, Easy that Rider. Makes sense, I guess. It has yeah. a lot of weird scenes of like chicks just dancing with snakes around fire. Has a bunch of scenes of bikers just doing nothing, like riding around and like throwing beer cans at each other and <laughs> wrestling. And then the werewolf is super cheesy, but it's pretty fun. But there is one scene where they light this guy on fire. He's running around. He's a werewolf. What is with you and fire today? Fire! 
<laughs> I don't know. The werewolf's on fire, and you're watching it. And I, I you've been, in, you've worked in movies. I've worked in movies, and it, it normally you have like about fifteen to thirty seconds to have a person on a little bit of fire. And I'm sure there's caveats to that and asterisks that some stunt coordinator will, you know, oh, oh you can only do it this yeah, way. Oh yeah. But this guy's on fire for a shit long time. Where you're like, um, and it doesn't cut, and you're like, uh, you guys better check on that guy. Uh, somebody gonna put him out? Are you gonna cut away? But this person just like runs around on fire, falls down, and then just lies on the ground on fire for an extended period of time. So much so that even my wife, who doesn't work in the movies, was like, dude, that guy's been on fire a really long time. And I was like, yeah, he's probably wearing like an asbestos pajamas or something. See, what you didn't realize was they were trying to use the same filmmaking technique from Bram Stoker's Dracula. And that was actually one of the rats that was used in Dracula. And he was like, fuck it. I was on fire before. I'll take the fire bullet this time. I'll just go on fire. You can leave me. You can leave me going, man. You ever see Bram Stoker's Dracula? <laughs> it was a bunch of rats stacked on top of each other wearing a, van- a werewolf suit. <laughs> I'd watch the shit out of that movie. <laughs> Rat werewolf? That's that's the sixth Howling movie. The sixth Howling movie is called, I don't know, we did birds, we did man- marsupials. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, how about a mummy movie? Do you have a, a favorite Halloween mummy movie? That's a genre that I don't usually tap into. But I mean, I've done the, I think, I think within the last year, I've watched the original Karloff mummy the first time in a while. And Pretty it good. good. It's really good. Really good. Yeah. It's, it's more, it's about more than what you think it's going to be about. It's not really like a shambling mummy the whole time, you know? Yeah. The weirdest thing about that movie, though, is this creepy dude shows up and he's like, I know where the princess is buried. And they're like, sweet, thanks, creepy dude. And then they just like were like, hey, hang out with us. And it's like nobody would want to hang out with that guy right, ever. Right. Yeah, again. yeah, yeah. They do say they say hang out with us. Yeah, they're like, hey, come on, come to our parties, hang out, hang out with my daughter a little bit. Come on, yeah. it'd be fun. And he's like, mm, yeah. And you're like, no, dude. It's not even like so he's like a good looking guy or like no. he's bringing anything else to the table where you're like socially, well, he's creepy, but here's this other thing that outweighs the creepiness. He's like, no, he's no, just a fucking. He's, he's just creepy all the time, like a hundred percent of the time, creep man. <laughs> I think I'm going to watch one of the Hammer Mummy movies. Oh, it's funny you say that. So, you know, we hosted the Famous Monsters of Filmlands panel over over San Diego Comic-Con over the summer. Yes, we did. And they gave us a bunch of swag, and I've been reading through some of the stuff that they have, and one of the things that they just debuted recently was their ACK archives, right? Yeah. Um, Is that what it was called? ACKives? ACKives, ACKives. Right? yeah. They're ACKives. And they got some really cool stuff. It's basically like a magazine that compiles all these old... Um, Famous Monsters articles about a certain topic. Volume 1 was about Godzilla. Volume 2 was about Hammer. And as I'm reading through, I realize that Hammer has always been my peripheral. Like, I've always known about it. I know who's in the movies. I know what they are. I know some of the chronology and the important ones. But I haven't seen a good amount of them. Yeah. And the ones that I did see, I saw, like, in college. So I was like, I got to get back going on these. So actually, that has been on my homework list. Like, literally in the last two weeks, I've started to read that magazine and been like, all right, I'm going to start Googling these and seeing what the reception was for hard to, to find to is something I'm finding. They're hard to get a hold of. They're not like as readily available as like say a Universal Monster movie. But oh, like on Amazon, there's a couple of them and my brother and I last year watched Satanic Rites of Dracula, which was mm-hmm. hilariously awesome. Super bloody and really bizarre and it introduced something I'd never heard before that they were like, look, running water and they hit the vampires, the, the, like the Brides of Dracula vampires, you know, the, the chicks in the basement that are in the coffin. Sure. The, um, hit them with this water 
water sprinklers and it kills them. And I'm like, running water? I've never heard of that before. Have you ever heard of that? No, I heard that. I think something, I know gorillas in real life don't like to cross running yeah. water, but I feel like werewolves might not want it to cross running water too. I don't know. Maybe um, it's something like in the original Dracula, they're like, they don't like crossing bridges very much. But like, that seems like a like pretty big detriment that not kills you. cross running water? Well, not be tough. Like they or hit them with sprinklers and they die. Yeah. I was like. Witches die if you pour water on them. Ask Dorothy. Yeah. Right. I mean, you're worse than an alien in fucking uh, M. Night Shyamalan movie. <laughs> stupid M. Night Shyamalan. Stupid. I like, I like his stuff. Yeah. I, I mean. Even the stupid yeah, shit. But yeah, I think I think I have a couple hammers on here because I need to expand it. And I, Hammer has some pretty cool looking mummy movies. So I want to check that out. They do actually. They have, a, they have a lot of stuff. Did you know Hammer started? They made a movie that was like supposed to be half horror, half sci-fi. And when it landed, they were like, everyone liked it. And they were like, oh, do you think they like the horror or they like the sci-fi? And then they decided that everyone liked the horror. And that's why that, it became. So I guess Hammer was that could quarter have mass in the become, pit. Exactly. So yeah. it could have been like it. I guess if they had decided that people like this and were responding to the sci-fi more than the horror, Hammer could have been a sci-fi company more than a horror movie company. So it was like, I guess it was that close. Just them deciding that. Shit. Wow. I can only imagine if they had gone the sci-fi route, that would have been yeah, right? terrible. There's a, a Hammer Kung Fu movie crossover that they did. It was Hammer and the Shaw Brothers. You know who they are? Remind me. The Shaw Brothers film. I mean, they did like all those classic Kung Fu movies, like any sweet old Kung Fu movie back in the day that starts with like that logo. It looks like Warner Brothers, but it says SB instead of WB. Okay. They did like a shit ton of these these sweet, like pretty cheesy, but fun Kung Fu movies. And they did one that it's a Shaw Brothers Hammer Horror crossover. And it looks pretty fucking sweet. If you ask me. I'm on board. But you know the thing about like vampires and Kung Fu movies, right? Remind me. They hop. They don't walk. They put oh, their oh, hands out not, like yeah, Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah, that's that. Yeah, uh, an eight, like uh, I think they're Japanese, specifically Japanese vampires hop. Well, I wasn't going to like make a decision on where they're from because if I was wrong, I'd be like racist. Well, I'm not saying that the vampires in the movies you're speaking of, but I will say that I believe it's <laughs> Japanese vampires hop. Stupid and racist. <laughs> Okay, here it is. The Legend of the Seven Golden Vampires, Hammer Horror, Dragon Thrills, the first Kung Fu Horror Spectacular. Professor Van Helsing has been asked to help against the tyranny of a skeletal creatures that are responsible for terror and death among the peasants in rural China. He is the only person qualified to deal with the cause of these phenomena, for the undead are controlled by the most diabolical force of them all, Count Dracula. But he's not alone. To aid him comes a mythical brotherhood of seven martial arts warriors. Ooh. Yeah, I'd, I'd watch the show shit out of this. That's based on a true story, you say? It's a documentary, in fact. <laughs> in fact. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know where to find that movie, unfortunately, but I would watch the shit out of it. It's in some sort of Asian country. Speaking of movies we should watch, uh, pick a Frankenstein movie, Rumi. Oh, I got a good one, and I'm actually going to add this to my list right now. Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. So you're going for like the 90s reboots, huh? So this is, who's who's the main lead in this? It's somebody, Robert Kenneth Bragnaugh? Well, he's the monster, but isn't it Kenneth Bragnaugh? Branagh is like yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I'm no obsessed with myself. I he's like, I've been in three or four movies, and that's it. And who's... Who plays Elizabeth? It's uh, what's her face? Tim Creepy head sister. Sister. I thought they were married. Oh, married. Yeah, it's the same thing for them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's Miss Miss Creepy Person. I know she had something to do with him. What's her name? I don't know, but can I tell you, I really don't like her. 
yeah, and now you want to watch this movie. I don't even like Robert De Niro in that movie, but he does a pretty good job as Frankenstein. Yeah, I, well, the makeup looks great because it's different. Yeah. Uh, like, it's different than the classic one, right? Um, Helena, Helena Bonham, Helena Bonham Carter. Carter. <laughs> we both looked it up. She actually doesn't do a terrible job in that movie. She looks she looks good and she acts good when she gets the, the Frankenstein treatment. I like that movie because it's not exactly what you think. I remember I probably, as a kid, saw that before I saw the original Universal Monster one. So I, as a kid, understood in that movie they humanize him. There's a blonde... What? Uh, uh, you as saw a kid? this one before you saw the other yeah. one? I can't tell you for sure, but I'm pretty sure because I didn't That's watch a lot of... That's kind of bonkers, them. dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, some of my some of my knowledge I backed into ass first, you know, some of the comic book stuff, some of the horror stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know, remember, like, I know I saw Dracula early. I know I saw a lot of the sci-fi 50s movies early, but I don't know if I saw this one. I mean, Universal but, uh, Frankenstein was probably the first one I ever saw because I was obsessed with Kankenstein. Kankenstein, I had to see yeah. the original, yeah. Interesting. Well, the thing about that movie is it's so self-serving. It's literally Kenneth Branagh, like, he directed the movie too, so the whole movie, he's just, like, stroking himself. Yeah, he's like, mm, look at my pecs. Oh, yeah, look at me. Ooh, yeah. And, like, that's the whole movie. It's just him jerking off. Did you just off. look that up or do you know that? I know that. Oh, I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna look it up. I'm gonna trust you. It's pretty good. I mean, it's pretty decent for, for a Frankenstein movie. I kind of like the, tra- the, he uses electric eels to, to bring yeah, him to life. Yeah, it was cool, right? Uh, Brings a, a frog to life first and the frog kicks through a glass. It's, yeah, it's pretty good. It's, it's definitely not on the lower tier of shitty Frankenstein movies. It has Robert De Niro in it. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Well, let's see that Robert De Niro. Uh, he's been in a lot of other movies. <laughs> he's been in a lot of movies. Yeah, he's just a staple of a good movie, I suppose. Never been in a bad movie, that guy. Well, Bobby D. That's not true. Joker. <laughs> I'm dying for you to see that fucking movie. Man. I don't care about it, dude. I just don't. No, but for us to talk about it. I know. I know. Because you're either going to love it and then we'll get to fight about it or you're going to hate it and then we'll get to hate it together. Okay. I'll give it a shot. It just, it's just one of those things where it's like, no, this doesn't appeal to me. I can tell you what's happening in that movie already. It's like, yeah. Me. And if you feel that way now, there's yeah. no way you're going to like it. It's Look not bad. I'm dancing. It's a good movie, but I'm dancing cares? all crazy in places I shouldn't be dancing. Look at me. Dance. I'm the goddamn Joker. Oh, look at me laugh. Ha 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 ha. I'm the Joker. Like, I just. Mm, I'm going to tell you, know, that's dude. pretty much what it was for two hours. Yeah, I don't know, dude. But I don't want to go to a movie theater and get shot up for it, which didn't happen. So, hey, you know what? Good job, society. You survived a yeah, whole go weekend. Now, go now. Yeah. You survived a whole weekend. <laughs> So for my Frankenstein movie, I am picking another hammer horror. I'm picking Frankenstein and the monster from hell. And this one piqued my interest because it's like the sixth movie in the hammer Frankenstein franchise. Mm -hmm. And it's like Peter Cushing is Frankenstein. He gets sent to prison and he meets some guy there who's also a brilliant scientist who like everybody's like, you shouldn't be doing science like you're doing there, boy. It's an abomination. (laughs) He's like, all right. So he's like, yo, help me make a monster. And they like put some criminals brain in, in a monster's body and he starts fucking up this prison. I was like, I, I'm on board for that. That sounds cool. I just read an article literally uh, yesterday about this. He, um, the, the monster in this looks really cool and it looks a lot different than most Frankenstein yeah. incarnations. Well, and the thing I like about it is it, it reminds me kind of like most Rambo movies. Again, don't go see that movie, but most Rambo movies after the first one are like, Rambo, help us. And he's like, no, I don't want to do that anymore. And like, Rambo, help us. No, I did Rocky Four. <laughs> and this one's like, Frankenstein, make another monster. Monster. And he's like, nah, I don't want to do that. And they're like, Frank, come on, Frankenstein, let's make another monster. He's like, nah, you know, uh, just, just, 
it hasn't been going well. Every time I make another person, it kind of goes badly. And they're like, fuck that shit. Let's do it now, bro. And he's like, all right, fine. Okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Giant monster movie. Pick one. I mean, duh. See, I just finished up a Godzilla kick. You're about to get on another one when you get that fucking Blu-ray from the Criterion Collection with all them Godzilla movies. I know. I know. And I just watched a whole bunch of them, but I'm going to watch them again. Uh, I need to watch Godzilla versus Destroya again, but I might go old school and do like a Godzilla versus Monster Zero. You know, oh, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to turn that genre on its ear. Do also it. coming out this month, the remake of The Blob. Uh, okay. The Blob eventually turns big enough to, I would say, could be considered a giant monster. It overtakes buildings. I, I think that's fair enough. Although the next category on the list is Creature Feature, which is where I would put The Blob. But, you know, I think you could probably uh, negotiate it's a better, that. That's a better a better category for it. But like I'm looking through and I don't see anything here that I don't have any other um, giant monsters that that I'm going to watch this this Halloween season. But I will. There's a Scream Factory Blu-ray is getting released in a couple of weeks The Blob. Here. It looks and awesome. I already pre-ordered. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And again, you know what? Uh, Chris Gilman, who did the um, some of the uh, different effects and some of the specialty props in that, he I think he was on. And I, I think like Steve Johnson said he was interviewed for something on there, too, for one of the things. The special nice. effects, Steve Johnson. I might be wrong. Yeah. Check, fact check that for me because I know someone who's listening because I don't feel like doing it. But Beep, um, boop, either boop, way. Boop, boop. Scream Factory, with the exception of Dog Soldiers, has made some fucking baller Blu-ray releases. What's wrong with the dog? Why is that an exception? It Not a good one. Terrible. Was like, have you watched it? I mean, it the was shot. On, the movie looks terrible. I think it was like shot on mini DV though. Uh, fix it. <laughs> Fix it in post. If it was shot on DV, fix it in post. Like 28 days later will never look good. 28 days later will always look like shit. I guess I have 28 days later on DVD, not on Blu-ray. I could be I wrong like though. I mean, I mean, Dog Soldiers on DVD didn't look terrible. No, Dog Soldiers, like when I watch it now, I watch it on DVD because that was just gross. But maybe you got a fucked up disc. No, because other pe- I checked that. Other people were bitching about it too. Well, tell them to stop being whiners and just be happy that Dog Soldiers even exists, okay? <laughs> God, people are so ungrateful for their good werewolf movies. That's a great movie, too. Neil that Marshall. movie is fantastic. The giant monsters, the, the one category that I felt kind of weird having in my 12 Nights of Halloween, but if you don't include an area where you could throw Godzilla, I don't know. Like I felt like having a giant monster movie kept it as, uh, uh, made it more well-rounded. There were a couple categories I was a little torn on, but giant monster is one of the ones that I'm like, eh, you could probably convince me to swap that out, but I do like having a spot for a Godzilla movie in there. I'll be honest, Godzilla is not, like, there's movies or at least types of movies or at least feels of movies that I watch every October. It might not be the same one every October, but I'll watch similar. And Godzilla slash Giant Monster is not a category I feel I need to have, and definitely Godzilla is not. I love Godzilla, and, like, Godzilla will come up on me, like, out of nowhere, and then I'll just watch a shit ton of Godzilla back to back to back to back till I get tired of it. But that's not, like, a Halloween flavor for you. Correct, correct. I can agree with that. Um, All right, Creature Feature. I I mentioned I'm going to watch The Blob again. I love that movie so much, and that's probably one of my favorite. Yeah, the remake, the 1980s remake with, you know, everybody in it. It's freaking great. Fucking love that movie. Okay. I'm going to give you a, a, again, try to go out of left field here for a creature feature, uh, a movie that I haven't seen in a couple years now, but I enjoy it every time. Ernest Scared Stupid. Is that a creature feature? Yeah, man. Have you ever seen it? Um, I've only seen one Ernest movie, and I loathed it. If it was not this one, you're missing out, because even if you don't like- No, it was Ernest Goes to Jail. Yeah. No, the rapey one. I didn't see it. I'm just assuming. 
<laughs> he gets electrocuted um, at the end. It's played for laughs. This one, and so, and here's here's going to be a thing that I'm when we get to it, I'm going to talk about it. Um, in 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 the guise of your categories, but okay. for me, Halloween itself is not just a holiday; it's a season, right? And everybody right. else calls it fall. And you know, now I live in L.A. I've lived in L.A. for fucking I don't know, almost 15 years, and I, that's the thing that I miss the most is fall. Uh, from the living in the East Coast, growing up in the East Coast, I miss the fall. So this whole month specifically, and I guess a little bit into next month, November, it's a time for me to kind of like get in touch with fall and remember fall. And when I was growing up, Anthony Mastriani had a slumber party and we beat the fucking shit out of each other with pillows. We had like, it wasn't pillow fights. People were fucking <laughs> crying. It was like prepubescent boys trying to look tough. Well, there was one kid, I don't know what the fuck he slept on, but that pillow, his pillow weighed like two pounds. It was just like, boom, boom. We're getting the shit. People were crying, but trying not to, like trying to be tough, you know? And then you'd like try to beat up this one kid because he beat up your friend with a pillow. So <laughs> I, I have a similar story to that. So we're going to get on a tangent uh, before we get back to Ernest Scared Stupid. I, we were at this high school retreat thing, right? And the guys were all like, tonight, worm. And I was like, what? And they're like, we're going to play worm tonight. And I was like, oh, this is going to be homoerotic as fuck. And they're like, guys, <laughs> tonight, worm. And everybody's like, fuck yeah, worm. And I was like, all right, so I'll bite. What's worm? And they're like, okay, we crawl into our sleeping bags backwards. And then we all just bounce into each other. And I'm like, <laughs> bullshit. This is a game in my head we haven't played the game yet. Some people crawl into their sleeping bags. The idiots do. And then the other people just beat the shit out of them because you can't see. And I was like, that's pretty funny, but I'm not going to fall for this trick. I'm not going to be the guy who crawls in a sleeping bag backwards while people not inside their sleeping bags beat the shit out of me. So we get there and they're like, worm, you guys, worm, you guys. And we all crawl into our sleeping bags and I immediately crawl back out and look around and they're all playing it. They're all legit playing this stupid fucking game where they are backwards in their sleeping bags just moshing into each other and knocking each other over and thinking it's hysterical and i'm like wow my version was a lot shittier a lot meaner and i'm just watching you guys like i could easily just walk up and just drop kick one of you in the head and be like oh gotcha i was sorry i was worming i was worming right oh man i wish why didn't you tell me that when we lived together you know that the day you told me that i would have went into your room in my sleeping bag and said <laughs> worm, worm worm and just started like moshing into me hysterical it was one of the weirdest things ever anyway Ernest scared stupid why is this a creature feature I don't believe you fuck you well after we beat the shit out of each other with the pillows we watched Ernest scared stupid and the premise is there's like a magical troll that comes out of a tree and the troll belongs to a race of troll people and they all those effects were created by the Kyoto Brothers for those of you guys who don't know Kyoto Brothers wrote directed and did all the effects for uh, killer clowns from outer space and they've done a ton and crit they did all the effects in critters as well uh, at least the original one or two um, but they do some really cool effects and it, you know it's a I believe it's a little person in a suit but it's a full size walk around suit with animatronic face it looks really cool considering and the whole movie he's like fucking catching children and turning them into like little wooden action figures that he places on an altar in a tree and spoiler alert at the end they can magically save the children the children become regular children again but that's one of those things that me and you always do Rumi where I'm like no 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 if he caught you you're in that fucking tree now so I just pretend that he killed all those kids but Ernest and two other <laughs> idiot kids are trying to like save the rest of the other kids um, so but this animatronic little person created by the Kyoto brothers runs around scaring the piss out of Jim Varney the whole movie yeah and it is like there are some creepy I think the the um the troll has a ring or something that makes you 
that you know magic comes out of, and it, it no, that's it in the sixth in. movie when he's in the hood. <laughs> I think there's a couple times where he pops out and catches some stupid kid, and it's it's pretty good. I thought it was pretty as a kid. I thought it was pretty cool effects, and it, it, it the practical stuff I think stands up, especially for an earnest movie. Again, if you haven't seen it, try it. It's fun. Okay. Ah, what's your creature feature? I said the blob. It was the blob. Oh. The remake. Oh, that's right. Next category, Rumi. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> well, are you going to tell me your creature feature or what? <laughs> uh, Mad Scientist movie is the next one. And this was another category that used to be combined with Frankenstein. Like Mad Scientist and Frankenstein were the same. But I was like, there's so many Frankenstein movies, they kind of deserve their own category. Whereas Mad Scientist could involve other things. So what mm. would you pick for a Mad Scientist movie? Mm. So, so you guys know, we had this idea, Rumi and I, to do this Halloween movie, Halloween and, and November movie or October movies. So I have a list of all my movies, but then he surprised me with these categories. So I'm looking now to see what my mad scientist Halloween movie would be. Tell me what your creature feature is. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I have from my list here, I'll pull a mad scientist. Uh, I'll do uh, Invisible Man, the Universal nice. Monsters and Invis- the original, the Invisible Man. Have you seen seen any of the universal sequels i don't think so not you enough that, if i have not enough to to remind me there's a handful of them there's like the return of the invisible man uh the invisible woman the invisible agent and abbott and costello the invisible man scared stupid yes yeah, stupid uh i think it's pretty uh, the, the second one's actually pretty good it's it's interesting it's uh, kind of a cool kind of a cool thing has a great fight scene at the end with an invisible dude fighting a bunch of guys it's it's oh man it has a cool scene where he's got this guy that he's trying to get revenge on. He has him hanging from a noose Mm -hmm. and he has him standing on a chair and he's like, I'm going to kick the chair out from under you. And he's like, no, don't do it. And then this other guy busts in with a shotgun. He's like hunting the invisible man and he sees this guy hanging here and he's like trying to see where to shoot and they keep kicking the chair out from under the guy and the guy's hanging and they're trying to trying to make, you know, keep him from getting choked out. It's it's a pretty good fight scene. It's interesting. We watched Reanimator this season already. That was my mad scientist oh, movie nice. the original and, oh man god damn that movie is good i love it the original animate reanimator it's jeffrey combs it's creepy as hell it's really you said reanimator right yes reanimator what'd you right. think animator animator was the prequel <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it's really good jeffrey combs really creepy great practical fe- effects holy shit some really yeah. really good classic practical effects it's bizarre it's a weird one and it really kind of defies genre as far as horror movies goes there's nothing else like it there really is nothing else like it i love that movie i became acquainted with that in college when i started getting into practical effects and doing practical effects And there's so much in there to learn from and see but no matter how many times i watch that movie it will always be stored in my head as a creepy vhs cover because or cover or back cover because there's that shot of the guy walk or standing by the table and his own head is on the table yeah and you just see his hands oh it's so fucking creepy and he's got a, the needle in his hand the hyper yeah really good that's a classic one. Oh, i have another fun story one of the directors who comes to walking dead all the time and he used to be used to be a camera operator here and did a lot of stuff for the camera team his name's david boyd and one day we were talking and he's like you know i i, I worked uh with brian yunza and uh stuart gordon a lot and i was like oh reanimator he's like yeah i married barbara crampton i was like what oh and he's like well you know i was I was a camera operator at the time and she was there and, you know, he spent a lot of days kind of close to each other and we got to talking and married her. Didn't last very long, but, you know, it was fun while it lasted. And you're like, 
Well, that's crazy. She's pretty hot. So yeah, that's, that's yeah. worth it. Good, good for you, camera operator. Well, camera operator. <laughs> <laughs> on to the next category, Tiny Terrors. Oh, that's a good one. Right? There's some really good ones. And, you know, you can start with the the Puppet Master movies are pretty good at Halloween for those. That would always those. be a good one. I got not as tiny as you think, but Trick or Treat. Sam, little dude. Yep. Yeah, I little like tiny that. Guy. That's a great an- anthology uh, series, too. It's pretty fun. I don't know if I told you and you guys, but I, I really have a hard time with anthologies. I immediately, like, I'm like, anytime I start a movie and they're like, ah, it's three movies in one. I'm like, uh, just make one movie. And I like, I wish any of the movies in Trick or Treat was one movie. I agree to an extent, to an extent. But Trick or Treat at least does a good job of tying the movies that it, the stories that it does pose together into one movie. Yes, which is fun. And it's fun when you when you start to watch that. Uh, when that starts to happen, you start to be like, oh, that's pretty cool. I like that. And, and I agree with you. And I always say that, but I find myself having more fun with anthologies than I expect myself to. Like, I agree. Anthology movies are like kind of exhausting because you're splitting your attention and your efforts into a lot of different things. But Trick or Treat was awesome. And um, what was it? The the Christmas, what was the Christmas one with oh, yeah. um, Will, William Shatner in it? That was a great like, one it's too. A, it's a play on a Christmas, a Christmas horror story. Yeah, a Christmas horror story or something like that. It was great. Yeah, really fun. Um, it has a great ending, good twist, and a, and that's a good time. That's that doesn't get on my nerves. Trick or Treat is good and it does good and it doesn't do anything wrong, but it gets on my nerves just for being an anthology. A Christmas horror story didn't because I was just because I didn't know it was going to be that. And I gave it a I gave it enough rope to hang itself and it did a great job. I love the one with the werewolf chicks. That's one of my favorite ones. That's super. Oh, fun. I like the one with the principal and uh, I think he's a principal is a guy next door and, and his creepy little kid. and They're making pu- yeah. cutting kids up into pumpkins. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was pretty funny because it's one of those movies that's like a, it's got a very basic Well, that story has got a very basic, clever little idea. Idea, and yeah. you think you understand it and know where it's going, but then it does just a slight twist at the end that you don't see coming. And it's not necessarily revolutionary, but you're like, oh shit, that's pretty, oh. Qu- that's pretty clever. I went and saw the premiere of Creep Show on Shudder. Uh, Greg Nicotero was the director mm. and the showrunner for it, and they did a premiere here in Atlanta. And I went and saw the first two episodes of it. And it was pretty fun, and it's an anthology, but the little shorts are, are pretty cool, pretty fun. We saw uh, we saw one that had a tiny terror in it, and it's it was called The Finger. And it was this guy finds this like monster finger on the ground and it grows into a little creature and everybody that he's pissed at, the little creature goes and kills. And it, it was pretty fun. Pretty cool. That's so pretty that, that one's called the finger and the little creature's called Bob and he's a fun little, I don't know what he is. He's a demon or an alien. You don't, they never find out, but he's this little like bone monster with a little face and he's like, Meh. and he goes and kills people. Pretty fun. What, what does he say? Meh. I also recommend people to watch that if you're into uh, fun, short anthology horrors on Shudder, if you have that service. But um, yeah, I think that was my recommendation for A Tiny Terror. But I did watch, I showed my dad Chucky Child's Play for the first time. He had never the seen original? it. original? Yeah. Damn good movie. Yeah, the original is fucking great. He had fun with it. I don't regret showing it. You know, some movies you're like, oh, I think you'll like this. And you show it to your parents and they're like, this is stupid and I don't get it. He was like, okay, I get it. That was fun. Well, that's another one too. Like when you think about um, it and some of the early earlier clown movies like everyone just assumes that clowns are scary now but when we grew up clowns weren't scary there were a couple scary clown movies and stuff that made them scary i think killer dolls and creepy dolls and alive dolls had happened before chucky but chucky was what made that a thing you know what i mean and rightfully 
so because I think they fucking killed it. I think it's scary as hell. The effects are great. The movie was, it's one of those movies almost like Robocop where in slightly different hands with something slightly different, it would have been silly and cheesy and you would have laughed at it. But the way it is, terrifying. I think it did the best job of making that story believable and I think the actors sell it, the directing sells it. I mean, Tom Holland killed it, who we've talked to on our show. And you make a ludicrous premise pretty palpable and, you know, you believe it. You buy that this killer doll is a real menace and can really mess people up. And I think a lot of that relies on the strength of the actor of the kid who plays Andy. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely him, the little girl in some of the Halloween sequels, um, Reagan in The Exorcist. Oh, man, why isn't The Exorcist on my list? All of those kids were ridiculously good actors, especially for kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a lot of times kids are just in a movie, but when you have a movie that hinges on a kid's performance, that's fucking, I mean, that's risky in general, but he did a great, great job because he really, he, I mean, maybe he was just a, maybe he's a terrible actor. He's just a stupid kid. <laughs> he like, you know, because he always seems so like bobbleheaded, like, okay, I'll walk over here. <laughs> he says that Maggie was a bitch and she got what she deserved. <laughs> he says that like a stupid kid would. I don't know. Maybe he's just a stupid kid, but. Hold on, Chucky. Wait here. I got to go tinkle. I gotta go tinkle. <laughs> <laughs> he does a great job, though. He really does. You're right. But that's, yeah, that's like a, a, a genre-defining movie, that movie. You know? I, I think so. I, I think it, um, I, I, I want to say it's underrated, but I don't think people give it the due credit that it's like, people are like, yeah, Chucky, it's kind of cheesy. I'm like, no, the first one is incredible. Like, really a good horror movie. Solid writing, solid directing. I think it's a great movie, and I love that franchise. I love even the shitty ones when they get really sure. shitty. I'm still a fan of the Chucky franchise. I'm I'm still on board with the way it's going. Don Mancini can make as many sequels as he wants, and I will go watch them because I'm such a big fan. The reboot did nothing for me, so I still go back to this original. Oh, did you saw the new reboot, the new one? Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. It's on my list of movies that I was like, I wish I'd seen it in theaters, but with the kid and everything, it's just been too busy, and I'm sure I'm not going to lose anything by seeing it at home versus on TV. I mean, well, versus on the theaters. Yeah. But I, I you know, I told we saw like Pet Cemetery. Same and... deal. It's the exact same deal as the Pet Cemetery. Yeah, so I was like, like, I'm okay. not fucking paying for that. You put yeah. that on Netflix or Amazon Prime, well, I'll, I'll get you, to it. You know the basic premise, right? I think so. It's like a smart toy. Yeah. So when you Wait, don't take... tell me anymore. Don't tell me anymore. Well, I'm just telling you about that premise. Okay. When you take, when you make it a smart robot instead of a possessed killer doll, it's like a whoopsie. He doesn't know any better versus I am choosing to menace right. this child. <laughs> I'm choosing to be evil. When it's Hal, you're like, well, the computer doesn't know any better, really. Right. Like, oh, so I see. So it's a robot movie. It's not a. Y- you've taken, yeah, you've taken it's not literally a possessed thing movie. Yeah, you've you've literally taken the heart out of the movie and made mm. it soulless and kind of misunderstood or misguided. Not, I'm here to get this kid and transfer my soul into his body. I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but I often try to steal my son's soul. Like when I change his diaper and he's laying down, I'll put one hand on his head and one hand on his chest, and I'll whip out the old. Ade we Dembala, give me the power I, I beg, beg of you. Of Have you ever been struck by lightning while doing this? No, because you know what? The, and that's the tell-all. If you've ever seen those movies, especially the first three, if you do that, if you have a shitty composite lightning 
lightning storms start coming above your head, you know you're doing it right. But I never, my French must not be on there because it's not, every time I say it, the skies just look the same. It Isn't it like the it. same clouds from Ghostbuster though? Oh, that's true. I've heard that. I don't know if it's true or not, but it like it doesn't, even in the first one and then the last one, they don't look great. Like it looks like two different pieces of film scotch taped together. It doesn't really work <laughs> visually. Well, you know, because I think that, stuff is I great. think they literally like went to wherever they edited Ghostbusters and like, hey, you guys got any of those clouds left over? And they're like, yeah, sure. And uh, Ghostbusters like, How much takes form? place in uh, New York City. <laughs> <laughs> they went to New York City and got the clouds. They went to New York City and, and got some clouds. Yeah, I think they literally stole them out of the bins from the Ghostbusters editing room. That's pretty funny. You guys got any extra clouds? Yeah, but they look fake as shit. That, uh, that's okay. We're not, we're not worried about that. <laughs> we have a bitchin' killer puppet. We have better ones if you guys want to. No, no, no. No, no time. No, no, no. We're fine with these. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we said no. Thank you. Good day, sir. <laughs> well, since you mentioned Ghostbusters and The Exorcist, the next category on the list is supernatural horror movies. Mine for this one is either The Exorcist, which is always good for Halloween, or uh, Poltergeist, which I love. Oh, that's a, that's a good one. Uh, Poltergeist is so fun, and that's always like overlooked because it's like kind of kitschy horror. It's scary, and people get fucked up, but it's not super serious. Like you know, it's not very violent. It's not very graphic. A guy a rips his face in danger. off. Yeah, he's who cares? I don't know, man. I like that movie a lot. I think it's pretty. Well, pretty I mean, scary. I think I'm not. I'm not trying to belittle it. I'm saying I think it gets overlooked a lot. I think it's oh. not held on the same plane as other movies because other movies are a little bit louder about what they are and what they do. It's the one um, where uh, Toby Hooper accidentally made a good movie. <laughs> we'll get to Toby Hooper. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to you, Toby. You wait your fucking turn. I have a Toby Hooper movie here that I just fucking love. Um, <laughs> Eaten alive. Don't say. What are the rest? Of- <laughs> what would be your supernatural horror? You could literally okay. just say any movie that has a ghost in it, and you'd be right. No, no, I know, but I'm not looking at ghost movies. I'm, I'm, I got a two for. I'll just throw Freddy and Jason on there at the same thing for supernatural. Yeah, they're both supernatural. Sure, all right. I love both of them. There are a couple movies in each franchise that are real good. That you know, the 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 original Friday the Thirteenth is very good and is ground not groundbreaking, but again genre defining. It's not a great movie. The original Nightmare on Elm Street, I think, is a great movie and it's very rewatchable some of those I movies agree. are are terrible in both but, franchises. But Some here's the thing. Terrible. Here's what I will say. The worst Freddy movie is like a travesty because you have something so awesome and you manage to make it so shitty. Whereas the worst <laughs> Jason movie is in the same DNA. It's not like you're not that far off the mark. Whereas like the worst Freddy movie is so far off the mark. You're like, what were you aiming at even here? Sure, sure. I got that. Whereas, makes like, sense. I see whereas that. like the worst Jason movie, what, what to you is the worst Jason movie? Jason takes Manhattan, maybe. If it's not that one, that's certainly up there. <laughs> but it's like, you're like, okay, well, I mean, he's still in a hockey mask and he's still killing people. So I, I guess it's it's hard for me to dis- be disappointed by a Jason movie as long as he's in a hockey mask, killing people. Well, that's not true. In a hockey mask or a creepy worm body that in, that like possesses other people. <laughs> Jason goes to hell, actor. I was trying to, honestly, I was trying to think of which ones of those I think are the worst. <laughs> the, um, the, the, whether you're watching the good one or the bad one, whether you're watching a good Freddy or a bad Freddy or a good Jason or a bad Jason, it doesn't really matter. It's fun and I have fun regardless. Yeah. Now, there's times where I want to watch a good horror movie and there's times where I specifically want to watch a shitty horror movie. So I'll pop in whichever one in the series or whichever series that 
is it will satisfy that 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 feeling. But I feel that right. those like I just have so much fun with those, and I'll watch those outside of October. But I mean, how much more October Halloween and shit can you can you get than those? Like if you want to watch a shitty horror movie like a Puppet Master, you're never gonna be like Dream Child. That's the shitty level that that's I need. That's not the shitty. But you know what? It's, it's like for me, it'll be like how many times have I watched Dream Warriors? How many times have I watched Freddy's Revenge? How many times have I watched the original? You know what? I haven't watched the fifth one in a while. That's what it'll be like. All right, you know what? I'll get on. I'll watch that now. I'll do that now. Ugh, you know that's what I mean? a rough one too. Yeah, the fifth one's pretty terrible. You know, it's funny because you keep doing this thing where you'll say a movie and then the next category is perfect for that movie because like the next category is Maniac Slasher movie and I we did the first Friday the Thirteenth this this season and I love that movie. That movie is pretty fantastic for what it is. You know, pretty unexpected for if you had never seen it before. You're like, what? It's his mom? Holy shit! And it's his birthday. Whoa, fuck! The first Friday the Thirteenth is my my Maniac Slasher movie. Do you have do you have one that's a go-to? Let me give you a quick tangent too. Um, part of what made me really get into this Halloween season right now is a couple of years ago, you and I took over the Famous Monsters of Filmlands podcast for a couple yeah, of weeks. Super and it was fun. In October. Oh, it was great. And uh, you know, George and Phil were our main contacts back then, but now we know the whole Famous Monsters family. We love those guys. We love hanging out, fooling around with them, and we love working with them. We were having such a blast. I went back and listened to some of those episodes, including we did an episode on Halloween about Halloween. Oh, yeah. And we were talking about the Halloween movies. We were talking about the history of Halloween. And we just have a great fucking time. If you guys haven't heard some of those episodes, not only do we want you to listen to our stuff, but go check out Famous Monsters Podcast. They've yeah. done some great interviews with some huge people, some really fun stuff. And those guys know their shit just, you know, just as much, if not more than we do. But uh, check out, at least check out our episodes over there. We're having so much fun talking about Halloween. One thing that we noticed was the first one she says in the first fight of the 13th, she says today is his birthday, alluding to Jason being born on Friday the 13th. And then we made a joke. I think you made a joke. Do they ever, ever again mention Friday the 13th in the series? In Jason 7, the one with the telekinetic girl, <laughs> before she kills her father on the dock, out in her porch, there's a calendar that says Friday the 13th. And it's like, it's like a Dutch angle on the house, kind of. Not Dutch angle. Oh, it's just God. like close up against the house on a, a 45 degree or a 30 degree angle. And the calendar's in the extreme foreground. And it's right, like, why would you have, why would you have a calendar on the porch? That's so I guess funny. to show your, your watchers that it's Friday the 13th. Listen to you, Dutch angle. Who do you think you are, Milnier's? Funny, because you said something before about, oh, you said boom. You said a camera booms up and everyone would usually just say a camera pans up, but pan <laughs> is actually only one specific <laughs> direction. I saw this hilarious thing and it was... Um, I know was, what you're talking about. It was a diagram. It's like <laughs> dolly, truck, boom. And it's like, those are the, the, the cameraman's terminology, client's terminology. And it shows a picture of a... It shows a camera. Yeah. Yeah. It was like pan, 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 pan. Yeah. <laughs> so it's That's like, hilarious. Boom, boom is boom is when you go up or down, right? Up or down. Yeah. Truck is when you move, when you stay looking forward, but you truck left or right. You mm -hmm, right. push in and out is when you go forward or go backwards. That's dolly. Yeah. What's is pan is literally just when you turn, right? Yeah. Pan is you don't go up or down. You're just rotating on your tripod left or right. The axis of the camera. Right. Yeah. And a tilt is when you, when you stay where you are, but you look up or look down. Yeah. Rotate your camera. And it, I've noticed yeah. that before. I never thought about making a funny ass fucking, you know, illustration of it. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> pan up, pan down, pan left, pan right, pan over here, pan yeah. over there. <laughs> yeah. Everybody just says pan. It's, it's really funny. So the next one is a, an alien movie. 
movie. And this could also be, you could also say sci-fi category here. Wait, wait, you here. skipped mine. I thought you said your maniac. Yeah, what was your maniac then? Oh, you went on a tangent. I forgot. Yeah, we always, yeah, tangent. Got to bring it back. My right. tangent, and I feel like you don't like this movie, is my, maybe my favorite, no. It, it's one of my two favorite Tobe, Toby, Toberson, Hooper movies, Funhouse. I hate that movie. I love this movie. You hate it? Hate, hate it. I hate it. It's so Why? slow. It's so slow. It's so fucking slow. I don't know that I agree with that. I don't, I wouldn't argue it because it's not fast. That's for sure. No, it's not fast. But it's also like, so Tobe Hooper, Toby Hooper, Toby Hooper made Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which is groundbreaking. And everybody went, holy fuck, is that a documentary? And that movie, you go back and watch it and it's like, actually not that good. It's pretty raw and gritty. The leather face is awesome. But like the last 45 minutes of that movie, the only thing you hear is... And just screaming and chainsaws. Sure. Okay, fine. Then he made this movie called Eaten Alive, which is like a hillbilly with a, an alligator, I guess. That one was after? Yeah. And that movie is people running and screaming and not behaving like normal human beings. And you're just like, what the fuck is this? And then he makes Funhouse, which again is like, let's show in real time, basically, people hanging out in an amusement park. And you're like, are you going to cut away from this boring ass shit? Nope. Going to keep, keep with it? Okay, we're going to watch this drunk <laughs> magician suck at his job. Okay, great. All right, now we're inside the funhouse. Finally, some funhouse shit's going to start happening. Okay, a guy in a Frankenstein mask is going to visit a hooker. Okay, he didn't enjoy his time with the prostitute. That's unfortunate. Oh, he killed her? What a jackass. Oh, he's a monster? We're about two hours into the movie at this point when they finally pull off the Frankenstein mask. And you're like, oh, he's a monster. And then they chase him around a shitty funhouse for the rest of that movie. That movie feels like it's seven hours long and nothing <laughs> happens until the last 20 minutes. And you're like... It could have been a guy in a Frankenstein mask the whole time. Why did he have to be a deformed freak? Why did you waste the reveal? Why are any of these characters behaving this way? Like, oh my God. Oh my so God. That's how you really feel. It was painful to sit through. It was so painful to watch. I understand why you're saying all that, but I disagree. I love it. It is okay. not fast. It is not super fast paced. It is not the introduction to anything that I would give anybody. I wouldn't, you know, if someone wanted to see a, further, a, a Toby Hooper movie or a Tobe Hooper movie or a this or I, there's no way that I would use that as anybody's jumping on point for anything. But it is, I think it is so fucking fun. It's got all this creepy atmosphere in a carnival. And it is also my, it's one of those movies that scratches my fall itch because it just looks super fall to me. It just reminds me of being fall. And I love that. And I don't think we have, I would have made an unstoppable walking after you all the time killer movie. And mine would have been Halloween because I love watching Halloween. I yeah. love watching Halloween. Love it. And not just the first one, all of them. And it's the same thing like we said about Freddy and Jason. There are some real good ones. There are some fun ones. And there are some terrible ones. But I'm on board. And I love it so much. And especially the first two just scream October, November to me. And it's really nice and fun to watch that and have it feel like fall. Yeah, I, I think definitely. Oh, man. Uh, the third one, too. I would I would definitely put the third one on the list of some something that is really Halloween-y to me. Sure. I, yeah, I guess that's true too. It really is. That one, I think a lot of my Halloween movies I've seen a long time ago and have some sort of sentimental value to me. Halloween 3 I've seen in the last, you know, 15 years ago. I didn't exactly grow up with that. So I don't I don't 
don't think of that first, but it is just so fun. There, that whole series is so fun. So I would the have third one movie. is quickly becoming one of my favorite ones. I, it might be my second favorite of the franchise. Interesting. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. That doesn't surprise me. That movie's great. Yeah, super fun. All right, pick an alien movie, Remy. Hmm. They are putting out the original Alien movie in theaters again for a brief installment this uh, this month. Yeah, I might do that just because I've wa- I watched it uh, about a, a couple weeks ago. I started my horror movies early, although I don't. I count that as a suspense, not a horror movie, but it is just so infallible. The best alien movie by far. Um, I'll say that, but I'll also say Critters because I'm on a Critters kick right now and those movies are fun as hell. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I think I like the first one a lot. Second one gets a first little First one's great. Second one's a little silly me. and then it just gets too, stupid. St- oh, they get really stupid? I've never seen the third one. We just watched it for shitty movie the other night. They get stuck in an apartment building in Los Angeles that looks like New York. I don't know why they just didn't make it New York and uh, Friendly Neighbor in his first movie Leonardo DiCaprio isn't it <laughs> nice and it's terrible the critters like they kill a couple people but it's like more akin to gremlins like they're not really hurting too many people it's just like the main characters they're kind of chasing them around oh boy uh, sounds like a groaner not with a bunch of people eating pretzels and fucking homemade chocolate bars and shit we had a good time <laughs> nice nice I watched for our alien movie. We just watched a movie called Green Slime. Oh, that's an older one, right? It's older. It's like I think it's '68. Let me double check. But I would yeah, I'd say late '60s, early '70s. I yeah, know it's, the cover. it's late I've '60s for sure. Yeah, and it's super weird because the cover is like a tentacle monster, and you're like, "Where's the slime?" And for the most part, the slime is just kind of the catalyst. But uh, yeah, it's mostly a tentacle monster movie and not a green slime movie. So Green Slime is 1968, and it's basically the plot of Arm you know with Bruce Willis and sure. it's it's these guys in space and this asteroid's about to hit earth though so they go to the asteroid and they drill into it to like divert it but on the asteroid there's like some green slime and you're like ooh titular green slime here it goes and they come <laughs> back to the space station and some of the green slime is on them and when they put it inside the like decontamination room it like grows into a little tentacle monster it's like meow, 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 meow. he's got one big red eye and two <laughs> big tentacles with pinchers on the end and the pinch like shoot sparks and like electrocute people and they start fucking some shit up and then like they shoot it with lasers pew 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 and the blood comes out and like the blood spawns into multiple little green monsters and by the end there's like hundreds of them running around and they have to destroy the space station and this movie is it's a Japanese movie but made for Americans a a Japanese guy was like I'm gonna make an American movie but it like has this like weird low budge quality to it that is super fucking fun a ton of shitty miniatures like bad miniatures you know you're watching you're like oh that's terrible but it's hysterical and fun and then the monster suits oh my god rubber tentacles they're just flopping everywhere and they're just like what year did you say this was 1968 so there's all this like psychedelic music going on and like weird like weird costumes it did this shit look bad and weird for 1968 or that it was appropriate at the time it it looked as if i mean it looked like a thunderbirds show (laughs) i I don't i don't know if that looked good in the 60s it looked cardboard and cheesy, but it was <laughs> super fun. Like, oh man, I had the best time with it. Highly recommend it. I will have to, we should publish this list or, or put it up there. If you guys have anything else that you've watched the last month, let us know, especially if it's something you watch like every month. We're yeah. always looking for new stuff. So if we missed something that you can't believe we missed, tell us. Yeah, we'll, we'll put the list up and you guys can kind of give us, fill in your own and tell us what makes your holidays go. 
Last one, Rumi. Pick a zombie movie. Uh, I'm going to do the original Dawn, and I'm going to do one of the different extended cuts, because I've I've seen them all, but I've seen the theatrical most. Uh, the, what's the one I've seen the most? I feel like I've watched one of the, maybe the producer's cut last year yeah. or the year before, um, but I'll watch one of the cuts that I haven't seen in a while, maybe the one that's got the different music or something like that. Oh, dude. Uh, dude, watch watch the one that's called Zombie. The uh, It's like Dario Argento. Talking about a different movie, or there's a Dawn no, of no, the Dead no, cut? No, no, no. It's the Dawn of the Dead cut that was released in Italy that oh, okay. has all the goblin music in it. Yeah, yeah, that's the one that I'm talking about. That's the one. I feel like I've seen that once, but I don't think I've seen it after that. I'm pretty sure it's Dario Argento who did the Italian release or helped yeah, facilitate yeah. it for Italy. And he rescored it with Goblin who did Suspiria, which is all like, wow, wow, we knew what? Like really just wild, bizarre music. Super You're fun. You're making a lot of noises today. I know. I'm, I'm going to beep up, boop it scoop it. That's one of those movies that like when I watched it, I immediately understood that the effects of the time were really cool and people were thinking outside of the box and doing what they could do. But I was like, the makeup looks terrible. It's just this weird blue color. It obviously looks fake. It's too tongue in cheek, but without being fun. But I kind of got over myself. And now like I enjoy I enjoy that movie. That movie is a lot of fun. It's a good time. Um, could, could be worse, could be better. But like I like watching it. And I think actually because of you, we did some uh, tribute to George Romero and zombie movies for one of those famous monsters podcasts that I was talking about a couple years ago. Yeah. And that took over a lot of our October of that year. And you and I, I just had a blast doing that shit together. So that is like one of my new uh, Halloween and fall traditions is to watch some of those movies that you and I were prepping for because it makes me think of that fall, which was freaking great. Yeah, man. Um, super good. Uh, well, I work on a zombie show, so I get to see zombies like literally every day of my fucking life. Oh, what's it called? Uh, you may never have heard of it, so I don't know. But uh, we just did the premiere, which went really well, thanks to everybody who tuned in and watched. So it's it's kind of weird to watch zombie movies now, like outside of work, because you're like, yeah. Because you know that zombies are fake now? Yeah, but I think I'm going to watch City of the Living Dead this season, because it's a movie I own the DVD of and haven't seen it since we did our Italian horror movie with the Test Pattern podcast. Oh, I love that. was such a fun episode. I want to see that chick puke up a bunch of lamb guts again. <laughs> That's funny because you say that I watched, I looked on Amazon yesterday and I have Nightmare City, which is a creepy ass, weird zombie movie that I found a year or two ago. We watched it together. My, yeah, that was a fun one. Super I good. I have that on my um, Amazon wish list and it was like $9, $10 yesterday. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to treat myself. And I went back and it was like $12. I was like, ugh, I'm not treating myself that much. <laughs> not $12 I wasn't. Treat. I was like, I'm not that good. I wasn't that good this week. And if it's not that one, I'll do Return of the Living Dead. Return is so fun. I need to rewatch the second. Return of the Living Dead. Uh, I just did that recently. You don't. Trust me. <laughs> I just haven't seen it in so long. That's the one that I actually remember. Get that remember. screwdriver out of my head. I watched that as a kid and that was like a special night where like it was clearly a, a, a weeknight or weekend night and I remember it was on like USA Up All Night or something and I begged my mom. I remember I remember having that conversation where I was like they were going they were going to bed and very rarely did I stay up later than them in the living room and they were like no no I said I said I'll please let me stay up I'll go to bed right after and my mom was like right after you go to bed I was like yes and I remember finishing the movie making sure the front door was locked and going to bed. It's so weird because I feel like the second one was like somebody watched the first one goes you know what this like fun but still a gory horror movie you know what it needs more yucks yeah. <laughs> it's just super super cheesy it's so cheesy god it's cheesy and it puts you it puts it in the fail category for you yeah and it's like it's 
not that I don't like cheesy, but so so like when you're in the mood, it just ah, they don't they don't even pull it off. Like when you're in the mood for a good splat stick sort of cheesy horror, like uh, Evil Dead Two is like a fun mm-hmm. cheesy, it, but it does it right. This movie does not do it right enough for me. But Evil Dead Two does it right. Shaun of the Dead, not che- Shaun of the Dead's less cheesy than both of them. Shaun of the Dead does it great. What's well, comedy though? It's, it's got yucks in it. Yeah, but, but but it's not it's not like it's like oh good that's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I like the the type of laugh that you the the the, the noise of your laugh influences where you put the movie. Well, it's in like your, uh... how much Three Stooges is infused into your horror, and like for a Sam Raimi, it's like ninety percent like right. re reuse Three Stooge bits. Return of the Living Dead Part 2 was like somebody, it's like somebody at your like grade school, like, hey, you guys like Three Stooges? Let me show you my impression of them. And it's like a kid trying to like retell you his favorite Three Stooge bit. I get that. I I understand that. But whatever. <laughs> so there it is. The 12 Nights of Halloween. As Matt said, let us know what is on your list. What are your favorite Halloween movies? What are your favorite horror movies for the season? Let us know on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and our website, launchpadpod.com. Matt, should we do a countdown? We haven't done a countdown in a bit. You want to do a countdown? I don't know. How would we do it? Um, well, we'd have to have 12. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be here another hour. What is the one that puts you in the mood for the for the holiday? Yeah, yeah. How about so that? like if anyone of, of what we just said though, right? It's gotta be one of the ones we just talked about. Yeah. That puts you that in the mood the most. The top you five guys are listening to this if you only have time to listen to oh to watch five of the twelve we said. I'll tell you which ones to watch. Okay, yeah, we'll do that. All right, we're back. This is your pulp culture countdown four. October Halloween movies. This is the 12 Nights of Halloween. These are the top five, though. These are the ones that, if you watch this movie, guaranteed you will be ready for the season. At number five, pick any Universal Monster movie. I know that's a super broad, like, cop-out choice, but seriously, you watch, like, the original Frankenstein or the original Invisible Man, and you will be in a good spooky mood and ready for Halloween. And there are so many. I just talked to a person the other day who was like, yeah, the uh, the." Creature from the Black Lagoon was never that good for me. And I was like, well, when did you see it? He was like, I was in like high school. I was like, and you can't give it any credit. He's like, it just wasn't that great. I was like, it's one of the better ones. But there's so many good ones. The original Frankenstein, the original Dracula. If you haven't seen any of those, or if you haven't seen any from a particular creature or franchise, check it out. That's our number five pick. Number four is kind of like a big time mashup tie. We got any of the Nightmare on Elm Streets, any of the Jasons or Friday the 13th. What else? I mean, you could put any classic slasher on here. Uh, the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre. But like just the Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 13th are so classic. Like to me, putting on a hockey mask or putting on the Freddy glove, like that is Halloween. I am ready to go. I've been Freddy so many times for Halloween that it's like just, just so classic. The movies are great. And and like you said, you could watch a great Freddy movie or if you're in the mood for some cheesy bullshit, you could watch a terrible one and still have a good time. Uh, pick any Jason movie and you're there to watch some kids get chopped up for having sex and smoking weed so you can't go wrong there uh great times and if you had like a pumpkin going on outside your house you know a little jack-o'-lantern action if you were like "Ooh, maybe some kids will come and knock on my door for candy like those movies are perfect fucking love them they're amazing classic october fair that's number four number three we're gonna go with our zombie movie and i'm gonna put dawn of the dead in the numbers three slot it's just good fun it's a classic a lot of stuff you know night of the living dead i think is a way better movie and it's more serious and more things came out of it but this has been so freaking cool and dawn of the dead so many more tropes happen 
again, it's it's like uh, Night of the Living Dead, but it's got it kind of got its feet under it a little bit. Got a little bit more speed going to a little more momentum. So if you guys haven't seen that one, definitely check that one out because it's I good think, kills, good effects. Yeah, Dawn of the Dead is like has some of the iconic kills in it. I mean, there's so many gags in it. The helicopter zombie, the the zombie in the plaid with the one eye that's on the poster, the guy with the machete to his head, the Harry Krishna zombie, uh, Flyboy zombie. Like, there's so many notable zombies in that movie, and it's just a classic. Love that movie. What do we got going to number two? Number two. This is one of my all-time favorite creature features, and and like really just a fun finally movie. you're gonna tell us about your creature feature. <laughs> <laughs> this is the blob. This is the remake. Uh, Frank Darabont uh, wrote this. Has a bunch of. Did he? Draw Directed to, or is that somebody else? Not sure. Who knows? Who cares? Anyway, freaking <laughs> awesome. Amazing effects. Just a really fun movie. I Anytime I watch this movie, I'm always like, holy shit, that movie is always better than I remember it being, and it's just really cool. Great movie. The Blob it's remake. It's got great special effects. If you've never appreciated a movie for its practical special effects, you need to check this out there's so much good stuff yeah this is 1988 uh kevin dylan's in it oh man he's so good in that movie uh chuck russell yeah chuck russell directed it and uh frank darabont wrote it so or produced it or whatever he did it's freaking amazing that's our number two our number one if you only can see one two or three halloween movies this year go with the original john carpenter halloween halloween 2 the john carpenter produced sequel or halloween 3 which comes way out of the fucking left field like has nothing to do with anything but it's so friggin' good. Um, yeah, they are amazing. The the first one is classic. The second one still holds up to the first one, and the third one's so bonkers that it's a lot of fun. Third one is great. It's um, it's just a shit show. It's great. The first one is great because it does what it's supposed to do. It does what it's trying to do. It works on so many levels. It sets the stage for so many things that come after. The second one is a great way to continue where the first one left off, and it's just a friggin' blast. And it also it has the same feel. It really it takes place the same night. Feels like the same night. And then three is like, wait, what were you guys talking about? I wasn't listening. (laughs) But still, it's like, it's instant fall and it's instant Halloween and it just gets you right in the mood. So if you haven't, check those movies out. That's that's our our top one to three. Yeah, that's our (laughs) pulp culture countdown for our October Halloween season, the 12 Nights of Halloween. Guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for following us. Keep up with us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Launchpad Pod, website, Launchpad pod.com matt let's blast this thing off it was fun to do this man i'm glad we did yeah man happy halloween yo happy halloween we're the rocketeers and we are out ignition sequence start six five four three two one zero all engine running liftoff we have a liftoff